fun things we're going to do about today. Good morning, friends. Happy rainy Sunday in South Carolina. Is it raining there? No, it's actually kind of overcast, but super warm here today in good old West Virginia. We had a massive storm last night after, like, as it was getting dark, the power went out again. Mm -hmm. We're, we're cooking dinner because we stayed all day at my son's house yesterday. So we had lunch and dinner. Actually, I had breakfast, lunch, and dinner over there. My breakfast consisted of three pieces of bacon and some pita chips. <laughs> <laughs> and the fun. day didn't get any better i ended it well with a hamburger salad but yeah we had a pretty big storm yesterday that we wasn't expecting to get so around eight eight or eight or eight it was around eight um and then it's still raining i was surprised it, i didn't expect it to be raining this morning either but i haven't looked at the weather so that's my fault yeah it looks like you um, have we've had rain this yeah um the the roads flooded here on wednesday and then uh -huh. they they cleared up and then we got a little bit more rain but um we needed it yeah we needed it too but i feel like it's rained every day since last since last friday yeah right that's last how it's been friday. here on and off not this past yeah. friday but the friday before because of the right yeah. i think it's hurt was Hurricane Fred or and it turned into Tropical Storm Fred and I, yes even though we don't live well, near the coast we still get I'm four hours from the coast of South Carolina so we still get all of the hurricanes and stuff too. it could still be hurricane once it reaches our, our part of the land because when Hugo came through back in the early 90s it destroyed South Carolina like completely destroyed South Carolina and um we definitely got it was still hurricane status when it came over us so it was pretty bad yeah yeah, yeah no doubt no doubt we um the mountains break up a lot of our storms yes. but the it is is we still have pop-up tornadoes hit and um sometimes it's worse because they get stuck in between the mountains and they're kind of like funneled in uh, so but the majority uh, of the time there's not a lot of houses well there. well there still is but the majority of the time the mountains block them from becoming tornadoes so that's oh, yeah. that's a good part but there's still occasional and, and what's worse for us though is where you guys have rough spring and fall our winters sometimes yeah. can be horrific depending, yeah. depending right. on how the Gulf Coast is and and the, the temperature of the water coming off of the Great Lakes. Whenever we get um, the warm temperature off of the Great Lakes, it creates what's called the nor'easter. And when we get a nor'easter in West Virginia, we're talking feet of snow. Oh, wow. and See, we don't know anything. We don't know anything about snow anymore. It doesn't snow here anymore. It used to, but it really doesn't snow. Although here. I was going to tell you this, there's a big prediction out that South Carolina is going to see an above average snowfall this year. So maybe you'll see did some you snow. you read that in the farmer's almanac? Will wouldn't let me buy I one. I did. Will would not let me buy one. We were at Lowe's and I was like, Will, I think I need to buy this. And he said, we don't need that. And I'm like, but yeah, we do. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, so there's a higher than average prediction of snow for South Carolina and for my region of West Virginia, which yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this is all where right. all that that food preserving comes in handy. Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> so we're talking about the second half of Acts chapter four today. If you missed out with us last week, um, we learned about Peter and John being arrested. We learned about how Jesus gave them boldness to do healings. And that was through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, we also learned about uh, how they were released from prison because they couldn't find fault in what they were doing. Um, they had given glory to God for the works that God had allowed them to do. So um, we're starting now and the title of this little segment is prayer for boldness, which Lord knows we all need that. Right. <laughs> you want to like, start? Let's see. How long do we got? Oh, I would just read... I would read through 31 and then I'll read 32 through 37. How about that? Okay. That's like where uh, the segment changes. Yeah, where the segment segment changes. Okay, prayers for boldness. After they were released, they went to their own people and reported everything the chief priest and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together to God and said, Master, you are the ones who made the heaven, the earth, and the sea, and everything in them. You said through the Holy Spirit, by mouth of our father David, your servant, why do the Gentiles rage and the people plot brutal things? The kings of earth take their stand and the rulers assemble together against the Lord and against his Messiah. For in fact, in the city, both Herod and Peninnas Pilati with Man, I always get these crazy there you go. <laughs> with the Gentiles and the people of Israel assembled together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your will had presented to take place. And now, Lord, consider their threats and grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand for healing and signs of wonder and perform through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. It began to speak the word of God boldly. You know, <clears throat> Isn't that something like that last verse? They had all prayed. The place where they assembled was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God boldly. So in this particular verse, would they be referring to where they were on trial at as the place where they assembled? Normally, I mean, I would assume it would be church, but these these two were on trial and assembled and then god prevailed well it says that they released them and they went back to their own people so after after they were released god's like let's show you you know what what's powerful and mighty we won (laughs) says too i think he's preaching you know you're that that saying preaching to the choir right preaching to He's, they're preaching to the people that believe them, but also in 
uh, verse 28, it says to do whatever your hand, your will had predestined to take place. Now, Lord, consider their threats and grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness. So this, you're about to see them show the power of God and the glory of God through the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Again, we're reminded of that. And not be afraid to speak up about it. And not be afraid, yeah, to be bold, to be bold about it. And so I talked about a little bit in prayer pocket this week. I had a good conversation with um, a friend this about different beliefs and religions and how the most important thing that you believe, irregardless of what religion you identify with, is if you believe and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you know that's the only way that you can get to heaven. And we talked again about like how there's power in that name mm-hmm. and how we need, you know, the, the scripture also says faith without works is dead, right? So if you don't have faith, your works don't mean anything because wow. you're not working for the glory of God. But if you do have faith, your faith is sufficient and God's grace is sufficient. And I think this is just a reminder, too, that you, you read in the scripture, too, though many are called, few will answer the calling. Right. So a lot of people, a lot of people are called to the glory of God. They're called to do the work of God, but not all of them receive and act on that calling. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to make heaven just because they didn't do the work of God. What that does mean is that if, say, they chose to to be called to, to God's word, but then they didn't act on it, and then another person was called to do God's word and did act upon it and, and prayed for this boldness and operated in faith, their their blessings and gifts when they get to heaven may be different because exactly. the, the scripture tells us our treasures are laid up in heaven so mm-hmm. while per, the person that loves god but doesn't go out boldly professing and trying to search for lost souls that still doesn't keep them from their blessing of eternal life right but the person that does do those things and acts upon the calling of god will have the crowns and the inheritance that is a little bit different than what the other person may have. And, and rightly so, you know, we see it in everyday life. Like we, we, we can appreciate when someone does their due diligence and works harder than the other person and gets the praise or the promotion or the medal or exactly or the job even. Right. But yeah. And then you also run into something where people will tend to say you're overqualified, right? But mm-hmm. you're never overqualified in God's eyes. Like you're never going to be perfect. And that would be qualified is right. to be perfect. Right. It's never going to happen. Right. So yeah. The, the, I think the other key thing is to not be boastful, right? Mm-hmm. Not be prideful, be humble. Even Jesus himself humbled himself before God. Exactly. That that just get put on my mind. Um, I listen to Dave Ramsey a lot. And he has a podcast out called The Everyday Millionaire. And those are people who millionaires 
at a certain you know at any age but you would never know they're millionaires because they don't show you that they are like, like they're they're, they're, they're every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they have money, they have a million dollars saved up, whether it be in the bank or through their 401ks or wherever they have a million dollars. You would never know they have a million dollars because they're an everyday millionaire. They're not boastful about it. They've worked yeah. hard for it. They save, they put it up for retirement or whatever they're saving for. And it, it re- reminds me of that. And not sure. only that, like, I'm sure you're the same as me. One thing I cringe about, I cringe, is when somebody is blessed with something and someone else makes the comment, must be nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. You don't take into consideration the hey, countless I'm guilty. I've done that. I've done that I before myself. I have, too. Yeah. I have too. I have too. And you say it kind of jokingly, but when you think about it, you don't know the sacrifices that that person had to make to get to that point. Right. And I used to be the same way. I would think, wow, it must be nice to be able to, to go X, Y, and Z or to have X, Y, and Z and, and not really contemplate and think, well, maybe they went without things they really wanted to get something that they really, really wanted or right. not something they wanted to get what they needed. Or, right you know, even, and that's like, I I try to teach my daughters to, you don't have to spend every penny you make, right? Mm -hmm. If you save some pennies, pennies add up to dollars, dollars add up, you know, too. And, and teaching them the value of being able to save for something that you really want is a lot better than getting something from someone else because you don't appreciate it as much unless you're the one that works for it. Exactly. When you work for something, you you have more respect for it. Mm-hmm. You're, that's exactly true. I was just thinking about that this morning when I walked outside with Piper in the rain because uh, she normally won't go off the porch and looking at Caitlin's car and thinking she's almost got this paid off. She's done it herself. She doesn't have much more to go you know, and if that was something that I would have bought for, she wouldn't have cared a bit about it. Yeah. So I just had that thought this morning with Caitlin's car. Here she is, new mom, about to get a new house. Her car is about to be paid for, and I want her to go into life with not a lot of debt, you know, at a young age. I don't want her to have any debt at any age, but, you know. Just to give her some credit, how old is she? Oh, she's 21. Mm-hmm. She's 21 years old and the girl bought her and paid for her own car. Yeah. And yeah. her and Devin are getting their own place. They will pay mm-hmm. for their own place. Mm-hmm. They have a beautiful baby. They're yeah. off to an amazing start. Be proud of her, mama. You raised her right. And and she's going to appreciate that more because she's worked for it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just handed to her. And you guys, when I say they're getting a new house, they're not getting it like a brand new house. They're getting a single wide trailer that we purchased for, they purchased, we, we helped them purchase, but they're paying all the money for it um, <clears throat> for under $10,000. And it's a fixer up or so they, they need to learn that you can't go out and get a $150,000 house on what they make at their age and yeah. be sustainable so they're starting from the bottom like most people do and they will work their way up to things to what they want if they want to stay in that house forever good stay in the house forever be debt free if they want to build onto it they have that option if they want to get rid of it and do something yeah. different they have that option but 
we, I see so many people look down on others that live in mobile homes, but Hey, they have a home. It's even, yeah, they have a home and it would be theirs and it would be paid for. And it doesn't matter where or what you live in, as long as you have a roof over your head and you're providing for your family. Amen. Amen. Each sister, I agree. And, and, you know, and it's one of those things too, that she learns responsibility. She learns dedication. Mm -hmm. She learns the value of the dollar and you respect it and you appreciate it more, but it's just one of those things like in life that you have to start teaching them young. Like you, if you give them every single thing that they want or need, that they need, they never learn that true concept of, of having something worth having takes work. And that's exactly. relationships to you all. And that's what, that's also what we're saying here with God is like, you can have salvation, but then you can have next level of you know, spirituality, you can have God's mm-hmm. guidance, you can have that calling on your life and act on it. And God's going to bless you when you do. God yeah, is- he's going to reward you for the hard work that you put in and dedication that you put in for him on behalf. Let's be honest. Um, I'm just going to point this out over the last year, Beth and I have stepped out in faith and this podcast is fun for us, but it's also a little bit of work. It's a little bit of dedication. Yeah. And it's, it takes up time and y'all know as well as we do that time is precious, Mm -hmm. but I personally feel like my personal life has been so richly blessed. Oh yes. By us stepping out in faith and doing this. And while it's not monetary and while it's not, you know, something that we can display or hang on a wall, Mm -hmm. y'all, it has changed my life tremendous and I'm grateful and thankful for that and and that's God's blessing on our life for doing what he called us to do Mm -hmm. exactly oh yeah yeah. not only just us our families I think because our families have come to know each other as well Um, so I I think it just trickles down you know from from two people to more well and not even like that like I, you, you would, it's the same, like with my mom and dad, they know about you and William yeah. and, kids and, yeah. and like your family knows about us. And it's like, when we went to the lake and stuff, it was like, we'd known each other our entire life, even yeah, like, exactly. in general, like, it's, you know, what's so funny is Will even asked me, he was like, well, was she exactly what you expected? I said, exactly. I mean, I talked to her every day. I didn't think she would look any different. I didn't think she would be any different. I didn't think anything different. I felt like I had known you my entire life, that you had been a part of my family my entire life. And maybe you were one time before. I don't know that, you know, I don't know. I'm saying like, that's exactly right. Like it's become family. Like it, it is, that is exactly what it is. And like my girls, um, they know strangers. You mm-hmm. were not a stranger. Exactly. Girls. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I don't think people realize like y'all, this started by us meeting through Beachbody and has become this amazing act of God mm-hmm. and work for Christ. And, and God's going to bless us for that. And I think he already has. Amen. I think our blessing has done been given. And, and I'm just going to shout this out there too. Like I'm thankful for the extra prayer because I know we pray for each other's families. Yeah. 
this is true. This is true. And you can never get enough prayer, even if it's just to have a good day. Yes. Right. (laughs) For sure. For sure. All right. So all things in common is the title of the next little segment. Now, the entire group of those believed were of one heart and mind, and no one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but instead they held everything in common with great power. The apostles were given testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was on all of them, for there was not a needy person among them, because all those who had owned lands or houses sold them brought the proceeds of what was sold, laid them at the apostles' feet, and then it was distributed to each person as any had need. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Joseph, that's like one of the right. best things in the Bible. Yes. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus by birth, the one of the apostles called Barnabas, which is translated son of encouragement, sold a field he owned, brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Mm. Like, you know, and my dad and I had a conversation this week. For those of you all that don't know, my dad is a pastor. He's not always been a pastor. Um, probably for the last, you know, 15 or 20 years, he's uh-huh. he's been back into the fold with God. And we were having this discussion about how no matter what decision you make in life, it can be something as simple as you know, what you're going to eat for the day to something as big as where you're going to live or what you're going to do with your life. No matter what decision you make, you need to keep God and Jesus in center of it. You need to pray about it and have that, that leading and guiding by the Holy spirit to make the right decision. And I love how with trim healthy mama, Pearl and Serene have been talking about when they were at rock bottom and they couldn't afford the best of the best quality for foods that mm-hmm. they prayed for that food and that grace was sufficient. Right? Oh yeah. And we got to talking about my decision that I've had to come to um in the last week or two regarding uh my family and my husband and I have had to talk this out and pray about it about what to do and I felt in my heart what was right, but I didn't want to make that decision alone. Y'all, my husband travels for work and sometimes he's gone for an extended period of time. And I, it was heavy on my heart that we need to be together together as a family. And I felt like God was telling me that that is my purpose. And that is my place right now. My purpose and my place right now in this life is to be, the best child of God that I can be. And sometimes that requires us to be a servant. And while you disagree in saying that being a loving wife and a loving mother is not servitude, it absolutely is. I agree. Because it's calling me a job and I struggled with that. Like I, I struggled with not having this degree and then not utilizing my knowledge and my skills. However, God pointed out to me that there are still ways to do that. There are still other things that right now are like you think about it in the Bible. Scripture tells us that um, when Jesus called the apostles, 
He called them away from their homes. He mm-hmm. called them away from their families. Because another thing I was dealing with was I am so close with my mom and dad. Like we are so close. And I I didn't want to leave them behind either. But dad's my dad pointed out and it was kind of like given his blessing I think because he knows too what God has called me to do and he pointed out that you know the scripture tells us that when you get married a man and a woman cleave from their household from their parents and they join together as one one Christ and God is blessing our decisions I feel like because Things I didn't expect to happen are falling into place in a way that I didn't even know they were going to. For example, um, the girl's birthday party is coming up and I had bought things like that would make road tripping convenient and with the intention of just using them here and there. Uh And now they're going to be so beneficial. Um, Our basement, my husband had build a wall to partition off a room that he thought that he was going to use temporarily. It's going to be the homeschool room. Mm -hmm. Like stuff is just working out because the girls are going to need the things I bought for their birthday to do travel when we're traveling for school. Um, It just, you know, it's small things that you have to look back on and you know, it's the hand of God at work, the hand of God. It's absolutely the hand of God. Um, the fact that my daughter's, uh, doctor's appointment was the week prior to school starting and, and that word was spoken to my heart of what I kind of felt anyway, that pushed mm-hmm. the decision. So, I mean, it's just y'all, the signs are there. It's, do you pay attention? Do you want to hear the answers? Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, so look, sounds like you have an adventure coming up. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Officially a homeschooling mama again, full time. Yeah. <laughs> Lord help me. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you that I, my kids were all finished. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you that I did not have to deal with COVID and homeschooling because me and Hunter would have probably killed each other. Yeah. I mean, God knew that. <laughs> pros and cons to everything everything Mm -hmm. but you know we have to have that faith and that that belief in God and be prepared whenever you know that old saying when life gives you lemonade lemons make lemonade right and I so love some lemonade yeah And, and I liked I read something the other day I had never thought about you know, if you look at the nighttime sky, you're always looking for the stars, right? Mm-hmm. You can't see the stars unless there's darkness. Mm-hmm. This is true. That's amazing. Is that not like, that's oh, I never thought, about never thought about it. You know, I, I love the sunshine. Like I love it. My body craves it. In the wintertime, I go through seasonal depression, so I have to amp up vitamin D during the wintertime. But I always look to the moon every night. I equally love the moon as much as I do the sun because just take a moment to go out there and look at it some nights because you 
you're missing out if you're not because last well, night it was amazing After like my daughter was amazing yeah my daughter said yesterday she just said this yesterday she said mama you know what I really like nighttime and for me I was always kind of leery of the dark I don't love the dark oh I, I did but <laughs> But my daughter said, you know, I love the nighttime. And she's like, I love hearing all the crickets and the different sounds and, uh-huh. and how, how the nighttime really comes to life. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you're right. And she's I'm like, right. and she's like, we got to talking about how you can see the stars and God always gives us that flashlight in the dark. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful flashlight. Cause out here, I don't know, like I hear, like I read this thing where someone moved from like California to South Carolina and the one thing that shocked them the most was that the roads were so dark. Like we, we don't have lighted streets, like everything is so dark. And thankfully we have the moon, the moonlight to guide mm-hmm. us on those dark nights if we're out traveling because our streets are dark here. We don't like we live out in a rural area the only place there's lit up at night is in the town so no there's no there's no light here except for what god provides us so we really appreciate that i think if i moved to an area that was lit all the time and i didn't get the nighttime i would be upset (laughs) i would have to move back i would have to move back to the south I couldn't. I remember when I was a kid, I would stay at my grandma's and my grandma lived in a town and that's how they were. They had streetlights. And I can remember I would have to take and hang a blanket over her window because I could not sleep. Right. Yeah. I've been in hotels hotels like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You're exactly right. All right. right, Let's talk prayers. Prayers. Um, man, I didn't get on the internet much. I feel like hardly, no, I didn't yesterday. I did yesterday morning and I felt like yesterday was everybody on my Facebook's birthday. So happy birthday to all of you guys. If if you wasn't a friend, somebody was posting that it was someone's birthday. It was my sister-in-law's birthday. We celebrated Lizzie's second birthday. She won't be too officially until Wednesday, but we had her party yesterday and it was everybody's birthday. So I just want to say happy birthday to everyone because I felt like it was your birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. If you're an August baby, happy birthday. Happy birthday to everyone. Um haven't seen a well there is a couple of people that I know that's got COVID and in the hospital so um one of them is a local school teacher here um that has ties to my family uh her mom actually passed away from COVID and she's still in the hospital with COVID um what else uh um my the place the person that we bought Caitlin's single wide from daughter which her and my Caitlin and her daughter are really good friends her boyfriend was in an accident and mm-hmm. is on a ventilator and we want to keep him in our prayers his mm-hmm. name is Danny um hasn't always been the best guy but that doesn't matter we still need to give him our prayers um for healing and protection and for God's will to be done with him um, and just keep praying for those people that's lost their spouses. They are still struggling mm-hmm. daily. 
and, and that touches my heart so much because I'm gonna cry just thinking about it already. I couldn't imagine losing mm-hmm. weight. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want mm-hmm. to. So um, those people, what you got? Why send your white my tears? For sure. For sure. We still my nephew needs some prayer. Um he was doing an amazing job and had moved away and he's getting his life back on track. And he had um he had some kind of a slip up this week. So just, you know, keep him in prayer that God is intervening in his life and puts him where he needs to be. And one thing I am so proud of him for is that he's to a place in his life now where when he falls down, he gets back up and he, he has learned that when he does fall down, he knows who to turn to. And that's exactly what he did this week. So I'm so, so proud of him. And while we can't talk to him at the moment, like he's, he's not in jail or anything else. So don't yeah. you know, twist or take my opinions anywhere, but I'm just saying that I'm thankful that, that he is, you know, able to ask for help when he needs it. And he's able to put his trust and faith in Jesus Christ. And he, he's doing well. I'm so proud of him for that. Good. And just continue to remember our community is being hit right now hard with COVID and the school systems, um, they've just started school and have had outbreaks, I assume from like where sports are practicing or I'm, I don't know, it doesn't matter, but God knows. Um, just to, to pray for our little communities that are being hit so hard. Um, a big, big one that's been really weighing on me is um, the the argument between vaccinated and not vaccinated is getting out of control. And um, we have a local hospital that is um, terminating employees unless they get vaccinated. And they're offering sign-on bonuses to employees to come there that are vaccinated. So I disagree with that. And I actually get pretty fiery and heated up over it. (laughs) Because these people have worked the whole front lines the entire time. Like y'all, that's not right. That's not right. And if you feel that that is, then you have an issue too. So I'm praying that God just, you know, brings about clarity and protection for those families because they they're doing what they feel is best for their family, but yet they're going to get punished for it. And in my opinion, God is going to step in and protect them. And I I hope that they seek that protection and they trust and believe in him to see them through this. I really do. Mm-hmm. And, and you know we we need to remember our military right now um it was yes. mandated yeah it was mandated that they get all of them get the vaccination and it ain't like you can just quit being in the military because you don't yeah. agree with what they're telling you to do you do what they tell you to do not only that but the situation over in Afghanistan and just our military in general and not just our military but the families of the military, um, they do a great sacrifice for us to be able to be here and make the choices of whether or not we want to be vaccinated or not vaccinated. It's our right to be free and make our own choices. And it's because of those people that we get to do that. Well, and I think sometimes people fail to recognize the actual sacrifice that people in the military do make because y'all if you don't know it and you've never had any experience with it you're titled government property whenever you become oh yeah part. yeah you you don't really have the freedom that we have here they 
they don't have they do what they're told and they have to do that that's so they're all getting the vaccinations I pray that everyone stays healthy from the vaccination and um, strong and can can continue to thrive in life and and help defend our country and us as they're getting those vaccinations for sure yeah all right friends all right, my friend, I guess it's Dolly time. <laughs> we'll probably yes. be crying by the end, so y'all don't be shocked. I do this every time. Um, prayer is very emotional for me, and it definitely comes out through tears. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, first of all, and thank you for the opportunity to be able to share your word with others and if only it is Brittany and I that are listening and sharing and hearing, I definitely thank you for the bonds that you have given us and our families, Lord. We deeply appreciate that blessing you have bestowed upon us. Lord, we continue to pray for COVID, for the relief of COVID as it is amping back up in our communities and our states and in our in America, Lord. We continue to pray that people stay safe. People try to protect one another by any way means that they see fit, but don't blame others for not choosing their route of protection, Lord. Lord, we continue to pray for our military, the families of our military, and that they stay safe and strong and keep continuing to protect us, that we do not know the sacrifices that they they give up for us, Lord, but we do appreciate them for everything they do. Lord, we continue to pray for those spouses, that you help heal their hearts, Lord, and give them peace and let them know that they are not alone for you are always with them, Lord. Lord, we continue to pray for the sick, that you heal them and heal their bodies the way that you see fit. Lord, we continue to thank you for the blessing that you bestow upon us and anyone that is listening, Lord. And Lord, if there's anyone that is struggling, whether or not they should submit to you, Lord, and share your word, please let them have peace in their heart. So this is the place that they need to be, Lord. They need to be with you and stand with you and by you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for everything that you have provided for us. And it is Jesus's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as you were praying, we were talking about, you know, what we've talked about today. There's two pieces of scripture I wanted to read from Lamentations. One has Lamentations 3, and it says this, For the Lord will not reject us forever. Even if he causes suffering, he will show compassion according to the abundance of his faithful love. He does not enjoy bringing affliction or suffering on mankind crushing all the prisoners of the land beneath their feet, denying justice to a man in the presence of the most high. Who is there who speaks and it happens unless the Lord ordained it. Both adversity and good come from the mouth of the most high. Why should any living person complain any man because of the punishment for the sins? I called on your name, Lord, from the depths of the pit. You heard my plea. Don't ignore the cry for relief. You came near whenever I called you. You said, do not be afraid. Y'all, God is still the same God today. He is still the same God that, you know, while God is a loving God, he's also a jealous God. He's also a God of vengeance. And he's also a God that is, is seeking about those that love him, honor him, and want to trust him. Satan is like a roaring lion seeking about who he may defer. You know, we're always going to have that against us, but it says, you know, he's there. He says, do not be afraid. 
he will not reject us forever. And, and sometimes we go through these periods of life where there's, there's trials and tribulations, but God turns them into testimonies and into great works for God. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling, whatever it is, make your struggles known to the Lord, pray about them and wait for your answer. Don't give mm-hmm. up praying when you don't get the answer right away. Sometimes it takes God's timing, not ours. Exactly. Something that just jumped in my mind while you were reading that I heard or read something. I probably heard it through podcasts this week. Um, You guys, God made the devil beautiful. He was an angel. He was beautiful. Was it you? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was you. He was beautiful. Um, So, and he's also a trickster. So, yeah, not everything that's beautiful is pure. So remember that. Um, yeah, I don't know why that just true. jumped in my mind. If you didn't listen to Brittany's prayer pocket from Tuesday, go back and listen. If you did, go back and listen again. It was good. It was good. So but it was definitely spirit led. It was definitely yeah. spirit led. And evidently, God wanted me to bring that up again because it just popped in my head um, as you were reading. So uh, yeah, not everything that is beautiful is pure. So don't let something be. Don't, you know, don't buy into the beauty of everything. Amen. Amen, friends. Yeah. Don't buy into the beauty. Well, that, friends, we hope that you have an amazing week. Tune in Tuesday. We'll have Prayer Pocket yeah. with Beth this week. Yes. And then we'll, um, we're finishing up our transformation journey this week. So we'll, we'll share all about that later on in the week. Yeah, that's our health transfer- transformation journey because <laughs> we're always spiritually transforming but and health wise transforming i can't wait to talk about that by the way good i'm glad <laughs> all right happy sunday. Good sunday bye y'all bye